Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Final Whistle Podcast. I am one. I'm here once again, your host Javon, and I'm here with my co-host Aver. And you know, we're back again with episode five, season two, or season two, episode five of the Final Whistle Podcast. And today, where well, or tonight, we'll be discussing Champions League football, Europa League football, and much more than the line. Javon, you can take it over from here of what we're going to discuss later down. Yes, welcome. Tonight, guys, we have a special guest with us. Um, this, um, this special guest has played at the top level of uh, European football. Um, he's a really good friend of mine, and I'll just have him introduce himself. Shadrash, welcome. Introduce yourself. Thank you so, so much, brother. Um, so, as, as, as you said, my name is Shadrach Egan, and um, um, I'm currently in the U.S., trying to find another club but i played in the past years in in sweden denmark um norway netherlands um and also in iraq actually mm-hmm. and um, okay okay yeah i'm 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 currently turning 29 soon mm-hmm. and yeah i lived in i i started my journey in ghana where i grew i grew up i was born there Mm-hmm. Okay. And I moved to Sweden when I was yeah, like 15, 16. I started 15, the journey. And then, wow. Yeah, very young. <laughs> I started really very young. young. Yeah, yeah, and I had to do everything alone. So, okay. um, wow. yeah, I was, I was very determined. So, yeah. uh, my determination push, pushed me a little bit higher, yeah. pushed me Great. really far. Yeah. So, Great. Mm-hmm. and to see it come. Yep. And we'll get into Shadrash. Um, Trajesh's journey a little on in our podcast and he'll kind of like walk us through what it's like being playing at the professional level so we can get that insider view of what it's like for some of these players that we know and love. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. But kicking off the podcast, we, as Javier mentioned, Champions League is back. La Liga has been on a roll. Real Madrid has been perfect. Bundesliga after a rocky start for some teams such as RB Leipzig and yeah, Borussia uh, Dortmund. Bayern, but, Bayern kind of fell down as well too with their draw. Yeah, with a couple of draws. But um, mm. let's structure this properly and uh, I'm going to have you take the German Bundesliga uh, for a quick roundup. Well, the Bundesliga right now, as you know, most Bundesliga teams are in the Champions League right now. Eintracht Frankfurt is in Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Bayern has been doing well in the, Bund- in the Champions League as well. But in terms of the Bundesliga right now, the standing tables... I think I said Union Berlin would be relegated, but they're top of the table right now. In first place with 13 points. Uh, Freiburg as well is second with 13 points. And Bayern in third with 12 points. But boy, I, I wasn't expecting those teams to be top two right now, to be honest. But it's still early days. It's still early days. But um, Yeah, and they've been playing brilliantly too. They've been playing really well, yeah. But uh, Hertha Berlin and Leverkusen, they draw. Like speak, I actually beat Dortmund 3 0. I watched that game. That was, yeah, that was... That was really, it was not shocking, but Leipzig is, uh, Leipzig is also a really good team either way, still. And they, I remember they just replaced their coach with, um, is it Nico? Nico? Uh, the, they replaced their coach with, um, Borussia Dortmund's mm. former coach. Um, and it, 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 Mar- Marco Rose. Marco Rosa. Yeah, Marco, Marco Rosa. Uh, Marco Rosa, yeah. and he's been mm-hmm. he's been back and forth through. He's been jumping through a couple of Bundesliga teams because he was a coach at 
uh, Mönchengladbach as well. Yeah, I've, yeah. I I watched that game. Timo Werner had a okay game. Actually, I'm lying. Timo Werner had a good game. He stretched the back line of Dortmund with his pace. And Kunku had a good game. And Sabasar, I can't say his name, for the number 17, Salazar. Yeah, yeah, Sabasai. He scored a brilliant goal from distance. And this was a good game. Yeah. I am happy he scored. Because mm-hmm. he has been injured for a, the longest while right now, to be honest. Yeah, and he came back. He came back strong, and he's he's a good he's a good player. Um, Dortmund, from the Dortmund perspective, and other things, this was just horrible. This was yeah. horrible defended. There was nothing. There was no injection of the only player that played up the standard, and I think he could have even done better. Would was Jude Bellingham. This was mm-hmm. just. I'm not expecting anything from Dortmund um, this season in the Bundesliga. It's as it as it currently stands, they're fifth on the table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what? They... What? Sorry, but what was really shocking for me was Bayern draw because they were actually dominating that game. But I I just don't know. I guess it's the new system without Lewandowski right now. They're still adapting to. Mm-hmm. What what happened? What I think happens is they because they don't have that focal point out and out striker. Yeah. At times when they should shoot their passing, almost like they're trying to score the perfect goal. Versus you, if yeah. versus if you have a Lewandowski, he just kicks it after just just shoots. You know. True, but I know that they're linked to Harry Kane for like the want to buy him next year. I've heard some rumors about stuff like that, but mm-hmm. he would be a really good signing for him for them. Yeah. That's just my opinion still. And for him too, maybe he wins a trophy finally. Exactly. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll see where that goes. Hopefully, Dortmund has a better season. Um, season to come. The international break is approaching shortly. Uh, I think after this upcoming weekend, um, we go into the international break. Hopefully, uh, Marco Rosa can can get his side to work on things. Um, we'll see. To, yeah. We'll see what happens, and uh, I hope uh, while it looks um, inevitable, it looks like I hope this is not another championship win runaway for um, Bayern Munich. Well, the end of the season, we'll see. We'll see as, as the season rolls on. Moving on to La Liga. Real Madrid is perfect um, so far. Won every game, no draws, no losses. Uh, they played brilliant. Well, I'm lying. There was a typical Real Madrid performance um, at the weekend. We see Hazard starting his first game, as everyone knows, Benzema is out. Hazard starts uh, started his first Real Madrid game in months um, as a false nine. Uh, what to say about this game? Have you? I'm, I'm not gonna lie. This was a yeah rough watch. As you because you know who Eden as Hazard is, and you know what he can bring to the table. It's a rough watch to see him struggle in this position. And I, and uh, something that strong strong to mind. I came to mind. I remember when Charles when he was at this when he was in his prime, scoring goals, running past people for fun. He even when we played him in a false nine position as that focal point, um, as, as, re- as reference of attack through the middle, 
it did, still didn't work. So I don't see, oh, yeah. I don't expect anything from him playing in a false nine position. Um, He's for this team. Seems, then. Definitely. I say play Rodrigo through the middle, Vinny out wide, Hazard out wide, and drop Rodrigo back in midfield for the legs. But then you can't really bench Modric. And then at the same time, you don't want to play Modric for every game because he's old or he's up there in age. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what I think. Barcelona, Barcelona is they're just rolling over teams. They're just beating who's in front of them. Um, yeah. We saw them last to Bayern Munich in the Champions League, which will are just in a few wow. minutes. <laughs> and I know you wanted to talk about that because the potential um, financial implications that could take place if they don't finish, if they don't make it through the group stage. Uh, it's, it's a whole lot, of course, yes. Yeah, so I'll let you talk about Barcelona and Bayern Munich in a minute. But uh, in, in, as opposed to La Liga, they're next to perfect. They drew their first game. They've been beating teams ever since. The only thing, uh, the only thing I, I'd say is like, a um, chink in their armor would be their defense. We don't really know what that defense is like. Christensen was never brilliant in a back four unless you have that center back, that leading center back telling him to do things. Arojo still yet to come to, 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 to the fold. Jules Kunde is not really a right back. And, and Marcos Alonso, ugh. As a Chelsea fan, I know what nightmare that can be seen in players as a left back instead of a left wing back. Um, but yeah, it, it's perfect. Uh, it, 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 we'll see what happens with Barcelona in the coming weeks. On um, in the table in La Liga, uh, Real Betis is third, Osasuna are fourth, Villarreal are fifth, Atletico Madrid surprise, surprise, all the way down in sixth. I am not surprised. I'm not gonna go on another Diego Simeone rant. It's 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 I don't have the yeah, energy it, for it. It, it. It's too much to be honest. Yeah, it's too most, much. Most definitely, Real Betis. Um, they actually faced Villarreal this weekend and they won one nil. Really oh, good result for them. Yeah. yeah, really good goal by Rodrigo Sanchez mm-hmm. and. Yeah, they they roll on. They they've been they started the season brilliantly. I thought I thought um Sevilla would be in the position that Real Betis is in, but Sevilla just can't score a goal to save their life. <laughs> and uh, so far, so good. We'll see. Um we'll continue to monitor the leagues and provide updates and anything interesting as the leagues go along. That was Spanish League. You end up There was no Premier League games this weekend because I know um, why. yes, because of the unfortunate passing of the Queen. But um, wasn't cricket and other sports still going on though? Yeah, but um, they other sports will go on in different leagues, which are signed to different countries. But um, I think for the Premier League and a, and a couple and a good amount of sports uh, this weekend, the. All the games were postponed, and it's going to be postponed this upcoming weekend for some games, especially for the London teams, because of a shortage of, but not necessarily a shortage of police, but the the funeral takes uh, precedence over these games, and these police would just be stretched, would have just been stretched too thin for um mm-hmm. the for some of the London games to happen. But 
on the bright side, it gives um, teams like, such as Liverpool and Chelsea and Manchester United. Now, I think Manchester United are playing this weekend. Um, but it gives those teams that started the season badly to catch up. It gives Graham Potter to work with this Chelsea team some more to implement his changes and his tactics onto the team. It gives Liverpool a breathing, some a break for the Jurgen Klopp to go back to the drawing board, see what's going on, restructure that defense. And luckily, these teams don't have to play until after the international break. I know Chelsea doesn't have to play until, the, until after the international break. So we'll see. So Graham mm-hmm. Potter gets some time to work with the team. So I guess that's your Premier League run-up. There are no games. Uh, and nothing at all, sadly. <laughs> yeah, before we continue, I wanted to ask you about what you thought about... Um, Todd Bowley's comments. Oh, about uh, Kevin De Bruyne and the place of the academy. Yes, you know, and I was, how did yes. I know you were going to say that? You know, when I saw those saw that comment, I'm like, that must have been fake. That must have been <laughs> fake. But man, I was so disappointed in it. I'm like, I had no comments really. It was just to me, it, it seemed very embarrassing to Chelsea, and like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was really embarrassing, though. And I'm going to ask you about his next comments. What do you think about his other comments about having a North versus South um, um, All Star game? And, uh, and, and. Sorry about, like, like. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I want you to. It's a two part question. And his comments about having a relegation playoff. They always want to come with some American, <laughs> Americanized league league standing thing it was the same thing with the super league like there was some nba type of conference league thing i know yeah i mean just leave the game how it is already if it's if it's not broken leave it alone you understand (laughs) it's not broken so leave it alone i don't know why they want to change up things so americanize it so they can have it to their own wishes whatever but now i don't really think it's a good idea if Let's keep the league the same way it is. It's been like that for years and it works perfectly. You don't would... need to have... Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't need to change anything to suit the American market because that's what he wants to bring in the most. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say, though, the relegation playoff isn't bad because that's what they do in Germany for the last two teams. For the bottom two, they play the two that are coming up. or shit, think something like that. Yeah, the the relegation playoff doesn't is not necessarily a bad idea. Like you enter a cup style t- tournament, like the teams that are being relegated had a chance to save the relegation. It's not a bad idea. Well, I'm not knocking it, but I, yeah, I like. I, I mean, it's not great, but we'll fix it. The Premier League we probably like that because it brings in more money as well. But the caveat, the other caveat to that is Premier League is already one of the richest leagues in the world. What more it money is, do they is, need? They spent them. They spent the most again. Huh. Hey, let's not go down through that road because my club spend the most and that was that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah for Todd Foley um, hey man pump the brakes you just got to the Premier League you just got to Europe I understand that you want to voice your opinion but stay here to see how the league runs see how difficult it is see the amount of games these players have to play and then give your opinion on how to to improve or just better the league or add value to the league. All right. 
the topics that we all wanted to talk about. Champions League and Europa League, because Arsenal is in the Europa League, so I guess you have to cover that. But <clears throat> let's start. I know we've missed two games of um Champions League football, but on our la- on my last podcast, if you guys remember, I said prior to Thomas Tuchel getting the sack, I said he could have lost his job, or I could see Chelsea him losing his job before um by December if he slipped up. Yeah. If there was a huge slip up in the Champions League, if performance didn't change. While I do agree with um most fans and some pundits that it is a bit early after you gave him so much money, that performance against Dynamo Zagreb was awful. Like there's yeah. no there's no excuse for these players being that bad. I mean, Chelsea always do the same thing over the bad work class players. I'll just give it to the manager. And I mean, it's like the manager do the same over and over again. Basically, that's what they all do all the time. There's no sustainability. But I mean, y'all win, but it's just for short term, not long term. Yeah. Um, that was appalling. That, that was the players are just not good enough. And the, the, let's take the players. I said for a, a second. Let's look at the general team play. Team play was slow. Passing was slow. There was no urgency in the game until like the last five minutes. Like they said, oh, we could actually wrong. lose this. <laughs> yeah, passing the ball wrong. Um, it was just, it was just uninspiring. Um, fast forward for the second game after Tuchel sacking. Being replaced by Graham Potter, which I think is a brilliant coach. There was a there was pace. There was more there more there's more injection of pace. Speed of play was faster. We just need a bit more creativity. Not just need, we need a lot more creativity in the final third. And we need people to put the ball in the back of the net. Sterling alone cannot do it. Potter changed the formation. I like the formation. <laughs> right now. Right now, City, Man City is happy that they don't have Sterling. <laughs> yeah, but Sterling's still scoring. He's not. He's not doing anything wrong. You know, he's he's not doing anything wrong. So you I, really, I can't. You really think Sterling is that is that that player you actually needed? No, I'm not saying he's the player I needed. We needed. I'm saying he's not doing anything wrong. <laughs> not. I'm not gonna knock him. He's scoring. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's bad either. I just don't think he's that player that Chelsea needed. No, we Let's needed see. like a we needed we needed like a Latoro Martinez or a. Yeah, he's getting a... a lot of money though. He's getting a lot yeah. of money though. You gotta yeah, be happy. You're that. in London. You're in London. You're getting a lot mm-hmm. of money. You're one of the best cities in the world overall. Really yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we'll see what Hope Potter does. I like the formation he played using um. Using Havertz and Mount as a cam from time to time, they would switch positions. Um, Havertz had a poor game by his standards, is my opinion. But we'll see how this team develops. He just walked through the door, so I'm not gonna criticize him yet. On to the bigger games and on to the more shocking loss. Liverpool! Liverpool! Liverpool getting battered by Napoli. I know we're late, but I'm covering two games here. Liverpool! Getting 
absolutely spanked by now. Oh, I actually, I actually enjoy that. To be honest, <laughs> of course you would. Enjoy that. Yeah, those Liverpool fans, they they, they talk too, too much. To be honest, mm-hmm. they leave they leave that humbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have one Liverpool fan that we both know, mutual friend of ours. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, in in context of this, in context context of this game, uh, where do I start? Gomez horrible. Oshman, the first thirty five minutes, Oshman would run Liverpool defense to the ground. Oh yeah, he's a good striker too. Brilliant striker, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant striker, and. I was lost for words. Liverpool got outplayed and it was brilliant. Free flowing football. I loved it. I what do you what were your thoughts on this game? Boy, I was actually shocked that Napoli would get the edge over Liverpool to be honest. I was not expecting that. I was expecting Liverpool Liverpool to win like two 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 nil because Napoli is a decent team, but still. But I mean, that was one of Liverpool's worst games ever. Since Klopp has been manager, that's one of the worst games ever. And Napoli, they all played them. They really all played them, and just could have scored more goals. Yeah. And um, I mean, Liverpool on the side, when you look at their defense, defensive structure, and how they have freeze Van Dyke. Is that what thirteen or so? Mm-hmm. And Van Dyke is going been... down. Yeah, he has been prime. He has been prime for like at least two, three years, and I mean, age doesn't matter in football. But Van Dijk right now is he still in his prime? I don't know. There's always this big debate that like Van Dijk and Ramos comparing him, who's the best defender for quite a while now. I I can't really tell anymore. And then you talk about Trent. Trent. No, Trent. no, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. We're not gonna talk <laughs> about that side train. That 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 wreckage right there. Well, who, who I do want to give a bit of praise is Kavavet Skelia from Napoli. That man is a workhorse. That man ran Gomez to the ground. This mm. man was. Diaz was really good that game, though. I think he was like one of the best that game still. Most standing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to give him. You have to give him credit. Yeah. Mo Salah. Yeah. Oh my God, man. No, Salah, what are you doing? I said this. I said this phrase like five times. Salah, what are you doing? Where is Mohamed Salah? Oh boy, he's having a rough time. That's your boy, right? That's that's your player. Yeah, Salah, all right, you know. <laughs> Salah, Salah he's right. good. He's good. Um, in the second game, they played better. They won two one against Ajax, but Ajax could have won that game if they had. Someone at the end to convert the chances, but yeah, that that, that was a good game. Hmm. No, no, that was a good at, time. At least, at least they have a lot of money now. Yeah, they sold half of their players. Yeah, Liverpool is just not having a good season. Come to think about the squad that Ajax has, what do you think about um Barcelona's first game and second game in the Champions League? What I really want to talk about is that Bayern game. It is, I think the aggregate is like. 16 to 2 in the last four games right now. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And I saw in the game where Muller was pointing at Lewandowski and point and like shaking his Bayern shirt and Lewandowski was so pissed off. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but 
Barcelona actually played really well that game in a 4 2 2 formation and they're pressing really, really well, you know. Mm-hmm. Bayern was suffering, but I really don't know how Bayern won that game. Leroy Sane. I really don't know. Have you watched the game? I heard well, Sane like, played brilliant. And I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played really good, but Barcelona was playing really well, man. They should have won that game. They just needed that, that, that something at the end. I don't know. I Maybe mean, a Lewandowski? Maybe yeah, maybe him? Yeah, but it it was just wasn't working out for them. But mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they played well. I, I I feel that they're advanced to the next round. I think they can they can advance to the next round, obviously. Yeah, yeah and it could it could even be a, a a case where you'll see um well you saw like Lewandowski was just over not necessarily I don't want to use overzealous because that's a lot wrong word. He was just eager to score against his old team. And then in a month of Sundays, he would score half of those chances, but just not it's his not, day. It is not Dortmund. It's Bayern Munich. <laughs> it's Bayern Munich. Speaking of Dortmund, they played Manchester City this week, and they actually played well. Mm. Hey, that's fantastic. Yeah, they actually played well. Drew Bellingham scored the first goal. Um, But you already He's know. He's the one to watch next summer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But you already know what I'm going to say. Haaland... Is inevitable. He scored against Dortmund, scored the winner against that that goal reminded me of Johan Cruyff. That overhead that that, that little overhead goal where he should have been a header. That was a brilliant goal. Absolutely mm. fantastic. Um City defeated was it Sevilla? 4 0 in the in their first Champions yeah, yeah, League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the first round. And yeah. So as it so as it is now, I think Liverpool are second in their group. Uh, let's do a group roundup. Napoli are top in their group. Um, Liverpool second, Ajax third, Rangers fourth. Club Brugge is is at top of their group, which also includes Atletico Madrid, Leverkusen, and Porto. Bayern Munich oh, wow. tops the group. Yep, Bayern Munich tops the group. Um, with Barcelona and Inter. Barcelona second, Inter third. I think. Second place is going to be decided between those between that Inter Barcelona game, mm-hmm. and who can pick up points. Where, um, Sporting tops their group that includes Tottenham, um, Olympic Marseille, Olymp- yep, Olympic Marseille and Eintracht Frankfurt. I was not expecting Olympic Marseille to be at the bottom of the table, but there you go. Tottenham mm-hmm. lost two 0 to Sporting. Spursy. Milan tops their group. Um, it's going to hurt, but Milan tops their group. Dynamo Zagreb second. South, FC Salzburg third and Chelsea in last place. Chelsea at the bottom of the group one with point. one point. One that point. Is, uh... My God. <laughs> Why are you going to say like that, bro? I don't know what I don't know what y'all are doing still enough, but yeah, good luck. I trust me, we need it. Real Madrid tops their group with... with with uh, six points, two wins, two games, two wins. Shakhtar Donetsk second, Celtic third, and RB Leipzig last and zero points. Oh, okay, I was not expecting that. City tops their group um, with Dortmund second, Copenhagen third, and Sevilla last. PSG tops their group with Benfica second. I, I, I think you or Ryan called it. I think Ryan called it that Benfica went for the second, Juventus. Probably Third did, and yeah. and um, Hakab Hakabi, a high ha, 
last. I can't pronounce their names. My apologies for the between. And that concludes our Champions League roundup. Switching gears, switching gears to the Europa League. Javier, yeah, that, that's all you, homie. Well, you know, my team is in the Europa League, you know. Mm-hmm. And I am happy that we won. And, you know, well, Marquinhos, that kid is all the way from Brazil. I don't know. I think he bought it from, is it Palmeiras bought it from? But he scored a really, really, really good goal. And his first goal is a European goal, which is really well. And he's just 19 years old. And Ketio scored as well. That game was something to watch. So it was a bit frustrating at first because, I mean, I believe, I believe, I believe this scored. No, no, they, they leveled it. I was getting really difficult when they leveled it, they, they, the score until Enketia saved us. Wow, that was something still. Mm-hmm. But the Europa League has been going good so far. Well, for Arsenal, it's been going good so far. I know Real Betis the Lagros Razgad, I believe, mm-hmm. 3-2. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch that game, but I heard about it, that Real Betis has a really nice squad in the Europa League, and they're one team that you should watch out as well. Uh... I believe Stadiad, Stadiad Rennes and Fermabach, they drew 2-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both drew 2-2. I was actually looking out for um, Stadiad because they have a really nice youth team with a mm-hmm. lot of good youth players, so I really want them to do well and give those players a chance, you know, to perform. Um, one thing as well, Arsenal was supposed to play yesterday, but that match was postponed, I guess, PSP still. But... <laughs> Yeah, Freiburg, who's second in Bundesliga right now, they beat Olympiacos 3-0, which was amazing. I believe James Rodriguez is going to Olympiacos as well. To join okay. Marcelo, Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. a real source of that, they won 2-1, I guess, Omina. And, yeah, Manchester United. Yeah, Manchester United, they won a game against Shear. They finally won a game. I would say finally won the game when they've been winning games, but I just don't want them to do good in the Europa League because I don't want to face them. But they have been doing quite well together. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's basically the Europa League right now. Okay, great. Uh, that was the Europa League roundup. Thank you, Javier. You're welcome. Moving, switching gears to the main part of the podcast. The main, main, main part. Main part. Welcome, Shadrash. Welcome back. You here with us? Yes, I'm here, bro. I'm right here. Excellent. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, sir. Okay, let's get started. I'm sure our listeners would really want to get to know you and want to kind of know what it's like playing at the top level. So just give us your life experience, your life experience, just kind of walk us. Walk us through the journey of how you started and um, yeah. your first club. And um, we'll just pick your brain from there going on. So I'll let you have the floor. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, so I, I started back in um, Ghana. When I, I actually played in school, mm-hmm. in a school team. Oh, okay. And um, I got scouted by this um, this soccer soccer coach mm-hmm. he was a volunteer coach in um, from sweden to ghana mm-hmm. so in my club then i was the best player then oh mm-hmm. so then i had to come to sweden for the first time 
So when I came, it was it was just amazing. I mean, coming back, coming from Ghana, amazing um, country. And um, first experience with the flights and everything, <laughs> it was mm. it was very lovely. And I I came to I came to Sweden and I had to learn the language and everything. So then wow. I had to get um, a club. So they are all they arranged for a club for me. Try playing with them but that time i could only stay for three months so mm -hmm. i had to go back to ghana but they decided to adapt me to become a, mm -hmm. a, a swedish nice okay so, nice nice and they, they, yeah they tried because and they, it wasn't possible because i was already almost 18 so the government said okay as long as i can be 18 and start working then i don't need mm -hmm. the um the adoption anymore okay. so then um I, I got i got these trials in in holland first i went i went to fc utrecht mm -hmm. and um yeah they, they told me they like me but they want to see me one more week but at that time fc20 had already showed interest that they mm -hmm. wanted me, wanted me to come for trials mm -hmm. so i went there for two only one week and then they showed interest very much interest so that is where when i started playing i started yeah, I joined FC Twente. So since then, I've become I became an FC Twente player. Okay. I played there for four and a half seasons or four and a half years, I have to say. And well, it was a great experience. I played with um great players. They are still playing now. I played with uh, Dusan Tadic, um, Quincy Promes. Uh -huh. Played with Hakim Ziyech. I played with um okay actually Dusan Tadic is one of the best players I've ever played with and also Nasser Chadli I don't know if you know yeah, Nasser Chadli yep yeah uh -huh. he went to um Tottenham I played with um yeah. I mean good I we had we had a really good team then so I mean um the best experience I've had so far was was that time and that time, it get, it came to a time the club had a, a little problem financially, so I had they had to loan me. Right. So that is when I went to other countries. So I, then I went to Denmark, mm -hmm. I Denmark. went to Norway, yeah. and traveling around. Yeah, and I went, I came back to Netherlands again. That is where I, I played the Go Ahead Eagles. That was my last club in Netherlands. Okay. And my experience there was just amazing. I mean, to play in the highest league, to play in the highest level with these top, mm -hmm. top players, it's, it's it's just amazing. The feeling and and the intensity of the training and everything, the way you think. Yeah. I mean, the higher you go, the, the more difficult it becomes. You have you less know. time to think. Yeah. And the ball, everything. The game is really <laughs> fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to react everything. You have to learn fast, you know. And because I was talented, I just had to add a little bit to hard work to it to make it um complete. So with that, okay. it made it very easy for me um climbing up. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So if if you ask me about my experience in um Europe, I mean that is that is what I can say. But yeah, and lastly, yeah. I went to Iraq. With the Iraq, after Go Ahead Eagles, I had to um, find another club because there was a new coach. 
who wanted a new set of midfielders then because mm-hmm. okay and generally the club the the team with the team we had when wasn't playing well i would say so mm-hmm. the new coach decided that okay he wants to change the whole team the entire team yes so then i got an mm-hmm. offer from iraq that i couldn't re- reject it was too good mm-hmm. that i mm-hmm. couldn't reject so i had to go to iraq but and after iraq then i came um, i came back to netherlands and because of my family okay. i had to move to um us so, oh your family is in the us yeah yeah so okay, yeah I have, okay. I have my wife and my little princess here so i had to okay, okay. To them. <laughs> hmm. yeah so yeah it was it's just an amazing journey throughout um, europe and um yeah throughout my career so it's just amazing yeah. Yeah, I really, I really love the traveling. Like yeah, the yeah, I enjoy day. traveling. I've always been traveling ever since I was, um, like I was young. Yeah, from fifteen. Yeah, from school, yeah. traveling very young to Sweden. I mean, I've always been on the road. So, mm-hmm. yeah, now it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to settle, settle with my family, and then try to get a club here in the US as well. So, okay, exactly. yeah. Mm. nice um so can you like what's it like um playing at le- at that level from a personal perspective like how difficult would you say the trainings are and um what what, what was daily life like for you yeah so I, i'll actually compare i mean obviously it's you can't even compare but let me let me say it like this um playing playing in ghana was a different level. I was I was a king, I would say. I was killing killing dribbling. I mean, I was scoring goals and but as I said, the higher you go, the more difficult it becomes. You know, you're going to meet um, um better players, smarter players, and that is where the challenge comes in. That is where it's going to be more challenging. Mm-hmm. So, um when I when I when I talk about my professional in um in Europe or in um, in Netherlands, I mean, actually, it's um, everything. It's really fast. Your passing has to be really accurate You're, because it's a high level. Everyone is good. You, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you can't play with Tadic and Quincy and uh, Ebesilio and all those players, um, Ziyech, with with bad passing or turnings or you know you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. everything's mm-hmm. on point and high level. So I had to really adapt and learn. I'm, and I was thank God I was really able to adapt and learn really fast mm-hmm. to and adjust myself in the, in the system. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the, the Dutch have a kind of system they play. It's I think that is what Ten Hag is trying to play in um, in Manchester United. And okay, I got you. Quite. Um, if you really understand it, it's very easy to win games. That's it. You need um, specific kind of players mm-hmm. uh, who understand the game to 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 play that to play that role. And I was able to learn and then fit in the system. So uh-huh. um, it's just amazing. Um, it's it's really good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really refreshing hearing from you because I mean. Not all the time you get to talk to professional footballers about their personal view on these things and mm. how the game is played and how 
they adapt to the training style and to the pace of the games where they are playing wherever they are, basically. Europe, uh, South America, United States, even Jamaica as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's really refreshing actually hearing from you about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also, yeah, actually, the every game has a every game has a obviously a, a game plan. So um, mm-hmm. we train the week um, based on the, the, um, the opponent we are going to meet in the weekend. So okay. we, we sit down and look at how they play, how they can hurt us, and how we're going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. So all these are things I had to learn because back in Ghana, back in or where I, I used to play, we, we don't do all these things. It's just game day and then we go play without okay. without um, studying the opponent, without doing anything. But when I, mm-hmm. when I went higher and I went mm-hmm. to the professional level, I, I saw a big difference. That is where I, I learned. I okay. learned a lot. I learned okay. a lot from from this level. So it was it was a really good experience. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Great. All right. It's really. It's really. really... I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we, yeah. you have to understand, like we here as fans, all we do is speculate, and when the yeah, player is not playing all... well, we say, yeah, "Oh, you should have done do. this." Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Of- yes. Yeah, yeah, but from your perspective, it's it's a whole lot more. Yeah, 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 definitely. A you whole know, lot it's, more. It's uh, you know, this the soccer you see, it's not only, um, it's it's a kind of an ent- entertainment, but trust me, it's also obviously it's also business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah definitely. Sometimes yeah. you gotta let someone play in order for you to sell him. Mm-hmm. True. That's when true, you sell him, you, you yes, you make because. The more you let him play, obviously you, his transfer transfer market is going to go up, and that is where you get you're going to get your money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's also a game. I also learned all these things when I end, when I went inside more. Mm-hmm. For me, I thought, mm-hmm. okay, you train well, you play, you train very well, and then the in the weekend you're going to play a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not always like that. It's not always like that. It's it's. All right. I would I always say that there there are games behind games, you know. Mm-hmm. Politics. So, yeah, exactly. Huh. Like Lots that, of politics. Like, yes. <laughs> also, also. But as as long as you good, you're good, you you're playing well in training, scoring, mm-hmm. and the manager is very pleased with you, bro. Mm-hmm. You're gonna play till your leg breaks. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Play for the manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What is your favorite formation to play in? Play in. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, my favorite formation, you know, as I said, I'm I'm actually used to the Dutch system. Mm-hmm. I've played mm-hmm. um, this system ever since I was um, sixteen, and that is the four three three formation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So every that is normally formation. what Barcelona plays. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and this system works really, really well for me because when I played, I played as one of the midfielders, the three midfielders. Attacking so midfielders ex- as an eight or a ten. Yeah, attacking midfielders, yes. So you always okay. have to it's one of the it's actually a difficult um position to play because yeah, um, you have to, yeah, you have to be in the midfield, help defensively, you have to be in attacking wise. Um, help your striker so i mean it's it's a combination of everything and um with this i've seen and i've i know that it's 
me personally, this works and it's it can win a lot of games for me if I play this system. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, love it. Love to see, love to hear it, Chadrash. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next question is: Have you played under a coach that you don't necessarily get along with? And um, how did you like overcome it? Well, um, I have uh, actually I've had a couple of good coaches, and um, mm. you know the the coach in Ajax. Now he was my mm-hmm. first coach mm-hmm. at SC Twente. He was he was then when I went there. He was then assistant coach mm-hmm. uh, in okay. the second in the first team. So he he was training the second team sometimes, and I was mm-hmm. then in the second team and uh, and the under nineteen. So mm-hmm. I knew him very well. I know him very well. So mm-hmm. he's one of my best coaches I've I've um I've um I've played under I would say yeah yeah but there were some other coaches that um I I really didn't go along with them because I didn't really um agree with them in certain things because okay. um example when I went on loan in Denmark um you you know before you go on loan the coach um, looks at the player and knows the kind of player they are inviting into the team. Mm-hmm. So yeah. obviously, I am not that big or tall, but I am quite fast in the short spaces, and mm-hmm. I have my strength. That is, or let me say that I have my strength, and my strength. You can compare my strength to to someone like Zlatan or anything. Mm-hmm. So okay. before I went there, they they made me understand that okay, this is the kind of player they want, and I suit that. So mm-hmm. I was very happy. So when I went there, okay, um, I mean, after a few games, I, it wasn't that I didn't play well. He came to me and said, okay, yeah, you played very well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. after a few games, he told me that, okay, the next game I'm going to use big, tall strikers because I need them. It wasn't mm-hmm. that we were losing as well. So he yeah. said he wanted to use big, tall strikers. I said, well, what are you trying to say? You... We are winning. We are playing well. Why so why, why why would you change um, a winning team? And that is where yeah. I didn't I didn't really uh, agree with him and mm-hmm. understand him. So then yeah, when yeah. it gets to, when it gets like that, it's your confidence level always go down. You know, it's, yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, that that is what I can say about about the question you ask. Yeah, nice, okay. nice. Nice. You have any questions, Javier? Yeah, what I want to ask is that you have played lots of games at a high level. Was there any time that you actually was forced to play out of position, like play outside your comfort comfort zone, basically? Um. Yes. I, you know, I had always played um as an as an attacking midfielder, always. And okay. if okay. not, I can also play on the left wings, the right wings. But mm-hmm. um, it got to a time that um, at FC Twenty, they had to um, they had to let the striker go. That is the number nine, and Ziyech yeah. Ziyech was they bought Ziyech and they had to let him play. So and Ziyech all obviously plays in my position, and he mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It's uh, he's a top top player, and he's going to yeah. play in my position. So obviously I have to get. They have to shift me into another position. Yeah, you have to in adapt. That, in, in that case, 
I had to go and play as a striker at number nine. So number me, nine. Yeah, exactly. So me seeing me, <laughs> seeing, <laughs> seeing me, this small. I mean, I'm not. I'm not that small, but I mean, um, mm-hmm. versus those big giants in Europe. Yeah, big giants. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> be. <laughs> I, 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 I prefer to play from the midfield into the goal. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. if you tell me to go and stand there as a as a number nine, mm-hmm. well, well you're then the focal you, point. Yeah, then you want you, mm. then you want the game to go a certain way, or you want the team <laughs> yeah. to play a certain way. So I mean, that is where um I didn't I didn't really like, but I had no option because I I wanted option, to play yeah. mm-hmm. because I wanted to play. I had to I had to deliver, and you, the thing is, if you don't deliver, the thing is, if you don't deliver, they'll put you aside and put someone else because ah mm-hmm. uh, that's what football is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's soccer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very cutthroat. Yeah. 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 Um, what was it like for you at a personal, like, from a personal point of view, like after all the lights go out, after training's done, and you're going home? What, what, what was that like for you? Because it's always puzzled me and intrigued me about how you can be a superstar in a game and then just go home. And be a regular Joe or go home yeah, for a regular true. life. Like mm. you, you were the you have thousands of fans shouting your name, screaming your name, buying your jerseys, and then what's it like transitioning to when you go home? <laughs> well, it's uh, well, it's it's just it's just amazing feeling when when you hear people um, waiting for you outside after a game or shouting your name. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you know, during the game, it's it's a whole different game. It's it's a whole different person. I am, yeah, I, I am another person. Mm-hmm. But when the game is done and I'm going home, I'm also an, a different person. It's mm-hmm. like, mm. it's like, um, it's it's like a a whole different person. You, you it's like you don't know. I don't know if you 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 get what I'm trying to say. It's I got to say. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm 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 yeah. I'm, a, I'm a beast on the field, and when I um when I'm outside the field, I'm I'm the opposite of beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it feels I'm I'm good mm-hmm. when you go outside, you're going home, and and relax, thinking that okay, I had an amazing game or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reflection of what you did. Is- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great. Um, I, I like. I, I'll tell you, I, I would love to have felt that feeling. Just seeing how you talk Seems. about it, Seems. hearing Seems. you talk yeah. about it, puts a smile on my face, and I would <laughs> never get to that level. Um, um, and Jajesh, you, you, you've trained with me, and we, we played. Uh, you know how I get when I have a bad game. I keep talking about it. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. and stuff. Um, so I can only imagine when when you go out there and you set the light, set the world on fire. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. kind of go in and calm down. And yeah, it's very brilliant, very yeah. brilliant. But that's all my questions for now. I'm definitely gonna have you on again. <laughs> so you can pick your brain some anytime, more. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. definitely have to. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah. the episode right? No, exactly. New episode right now, <laughs> right, guys. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again, again. Yeah, no problem, bro. Just let me know anytime I'll be available. Bro. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just love, I just love the insight. Like it's my first time hearing from a professional footballer, so I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just so interesting and so fun. Yeah, yeah, we we have we have a lot more to ask you, but this is all we have time for for today. We'll definitely have you on again, um, Shadrash. Yes, um, and yeah, for our listeners, if you have any questions for Shadrash, if there's any potential club in the US looking um for a central midfielder, uh, please message us at uh, the final whistle app. But the final whistle twenty what, what, anywhere in the midfield, <laughs> anywhere in the midfield. Anywhere. Anywhere yeah, in the anywhere. midfield. Anywhere in the anywhere, midfield. Just, just send the email. email. Send the email. <laughs> send yeah. the DM. You can follow us at the Fan of the Podcast. Um, uh, is on Instagram and you can email us at the Final Whistle 2022 gmail.com. And I'll, yes. And you can also follow us at the Final Whistle um, without the E at the end. I replace that with a 10 at Twitter. Um, you have any last words for listeners, uh, Javier? Well, this is a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. I love the insights of a professional footballer. I just, I just love it. And I mean, we hope to have more stuff like this. Shadrash, I hope you can come on again. I hope you do next episode. Thank you so really much. Nice, nice as well. And I just really love your story as well. It's really. It also inspires me, and it inspires me to to see what other football stories are like as well. Because we we don't know, we see them play on the field, but we don't know where they're from and what they've been through, what they've yeah yeah traveled around and you know explore. Yeah, there is more. There is more to to it. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, and again, I wish you all the best as well. And I hope we get to meet again to do more. Bless, bless, bless. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Shadrash, any last words for our listeners? Um, Yeah, well, listeners, just keep listening to the final whistle. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. And again, from your host, Javon, and my co-host. Javier. Thank you for listening to the, thank you for listening to us at the final whistle. Catch you guys on the flip. Thank you for joining us. Uh, have a nice night, guys. Have a brilliant yes. week.